Hi, I'm Megan Dibby and welcome to my podcast, Class and Session. In this podcast, I'll be discussing social injustice issues and everything to do with activism and allyship. If that's your jam, tune in every Friday. Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast. So, you know, as we know, um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris won the US election. I literally, guys, I'm not even American as you know um you should know yikes um but i'm not even american and the way i was keeping up with this election my god i kept like refreshing the page like every single two seconds just to see like what states um were blue and like red and stuff and like just to see like who won and i was like genuinely obsessed it was an actual problem but yeah kamala and biden won and obviously you know we've got to acknowledge the fact that they're bad people however you know, I'm going to rant about this again because I literally went on a rant about this on Twitter but it got, like, one like because, you know, I'm famous and everything. But no, no, no. Um, I was, like, seeing a lot of, like, white leftists, like, criticise people for, like, celebrating the fact that Biden won. And obviously, like I said, they are bad people. However, <clears throat> Jesus, not the COVID. Um, Trump is obviously a worse person than Biden and Kamala. So obviously people are allowed to celebrate the fact that, you know, they have a more progressive vice president and president and they actually have a president who cares about them even though you know it may be a lie because we all know american presidents we all know you know how corrupt they're not even just their government like governments in general like we all know how corrupt they are and like how performative it always like they say that they care about like black lives matter and like marginalized groups when in reality they don't at all but i just found it a bit like just iffy to me when like white leftists like i don't even know why people are celebrating and i was just there like but people are celebrating because you know they feel like they're not going to have their rights taken away like they don't have a president who thinks that you know gay rights shouldn't be a thing they don't have a president who doesn't believe in abortion you know what i mean they don't have a president who endorses the kkk and white supremacy you know and i just felt it just sounded very privilegy that's obviously not a word but do you know what i'm trying to say like it just sounded like oh my god like it just like it just sounded very oomph to me like yes stop telling you know oppressed people that they're going to be oppressed like they they're obviously going to be oppressed no matter what president they have for a white person to tell minorities that it's just like they know like relax they fucking know they're just happy they're allowed to celebrate they shouldn't be shamed um you know for celebrating the fact that they have a more progressive president you know like that's not a bad thing like trust me i understand that we shouldn't be like idolizing political figures but i feel like celebrating the fact that trump is out of office and that they have a more progressive you know you know leader and stuff like that isn't idolizing political figures you know and obviously the people who are making like fan cams of joe biden and calling him daddy biden yuck disgusting that man is literally knocking on death's door i do not care what anybody says he looks like death sorry not sorry but anyone who's you know obviously doing that you know obviously not educated enough let's just kick them to the side and ignore them because we all know it's white liberals it really is though like trust me i understand like um the performative activism that white liberals love to partake in and obviously that should obviously be acknowledged as well and criticized but i do feel like actual organizations and like people activists whatnot who care about like marginalized groups will continue to fight for them and like criticize um kamala and biden you know so i feel like that is okay i hope that made sense but that's what i was trying to say in conclusion let's not shame people for celebrating especially 
marginalized groups since they know what it's like to be oppressed um let's not shame them for celebrating the fact that trump is out of power and let's criticize all the white liberals who think that because joe biden and kamala harris are now president and vice president they can stop pinning all the work that they've done supposedly done for black lives and other oppressed groups in society in america you know yeah okay i'm done moving on to the actual topic of today's episode you know when you've learned something new and you want to like pass on that knowledge to everyone well that's what's inspired today's episode um so today we're going to be talking about aave i feel like i said that really fast aave um which stands for african-american vernacular english and i feel like it's quite important to you know acknowledge what it is because people seem to think there's like tiktok slang or like twitter language when really it isn't it's come from you know african-american culture and i feel like it's quite important to you know give credit where credit is due so like i said aave stands for african-american vernacular english which is like a dialect that african-americans you know commonly use with each other um it's also called ebonics but black americans don't like that term so they don't use it and they don't like it when other people use it aave came about when um slaves were brought over from africa and obviously they didn't speak english and they weren't educated in like general american english so black people had to pick up a few like words and phrases from their masters while like also communicating with like other slaves um aave has its own like sounds and like vocabulary and like grammar which i didn't know until like recently but it makes sense you know when you find out something and you're like oh you know yeah so um like slaves developed their own like pigeon language um using like english as a base and you know like as a star and stuff and like within generations upon like generations these pigeons developed into like complex languages called like creoles and then creoles in different areas like started to blend together and like over the next like 200 years like obviously being surrounded by majority english speaking like communities and stuff these creoles became more and more similar to english so it basically got like watered down a little bit until we got to it's like modern Form, which is aave so obviously what people need to understand is that aave isn't just you know broken english it's got its own history it's a dialect you know and it just happened to sound more like general american english over time you know so aave phrases are like watch out oh my god i hate myself for that but like i'm a finna go oh no i'm a finna get a pencil oh my god my american accent is horrible never again no thank you or like yas queen slay period it's the duh for me you know how you know you hear that all over tiktok or like not the duh, 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 duh. or like spill the tea i'm in this bitch like you know phrases like that like you when you hear them you know you know but um yeah so obviously aave is like known through slang and it's been popularized by black women and like black trans women Ugh, the blueprint we have to stand i mean like i've said and i will keep on saying literally every single thing that we have in society is because of black women and no no i'm not being biased because i'm a black woman no moving on but yeah it's been popularized by black women and you know black gay men especially in like the ballroom scene and there's a really good show like talking about like ballroom culture in new york it's called pose i literally love that show so much i recommend to go watch and like ballroom culture is like a subculture like created by like um black lgbt and latinx um lgbt and they would like you know like walk and like vogue for trophies and prizes and stuff like that i'm telling you just go watch pose it explains everything and it's just so good since aave has been you know popularized by black people in ballroom culture i always say that if you are using these phrases 
you have to be like it's not even a question like you better be supporting black lives and the lgbt community especially black lives in the lgbt community because it would make no sense for you to go appropriate their culture and then not support them you know it's kind of like a slap in the face and also when i was like finding out about like the history of aav like i thought that since it took off in black lgbt communities like you know i thought that it would also be like gay culture as well but people say that the dialect is black culture like explicitly because you know black L- the black lgbt community was able to use this language together because they were excluded from like white lgbt spaces so that's why it's like possible for like non-black lgbt members to I do not like the word members. I don't know why I said members, but you know what I mean? Like it's possible for like the non-black LGBT community to like appropriate um, AAVE. Like, you know how like white gay men are always like, oh my God, I have an inner black woman in me. And then they appropriate AAVE as in they use it incorrectly. And it's just, it sounds forced. There's literally like no need for it. And then they'll be racist. Like make it make sense. You're appropriating off black culture, but you're being racist at the same time. And you're a minority. How does it make sense? Make it make sense. I think um, the reason why a lot of, like, African-American people have a problem with, like, um, AAV literally being gentrified, literally the definition of gentrification, like, it's literally been gentrified on TikTok. And it, I think it's because, you know, for the longest of time, um, AAVE, not even for the longest of time, like, it still is today. Like, it's seen as, like, uneducated, like, ghetto and, like, unprofessional, you know? And, like, even, like, school systems in America have gone so far um, to, like, banning it instead of, like, recognising it as a dialect that's, like, part of black culture. So, like, you know, most African-Americans are taught to, like, code switch and use general American English instead of using their own dialect. So it's kind of annoying to see that something that has been called ghetto and, like, ratchet and all of that is becoming a trend on TikTok and it's becoming gentrified by white people who are literally using it incorrectly. And, like, every time people hear that, they're like, oh, my God, are you saying that I can't use it? Like, no one's saying that you can't use it, but, like, why are you going to go ahead and claim that it's TikTok slang? Or, like, why are you going to go try and force it when it's not needed at all, you know? This is 100%, like, another example of how when black people do something or, like, create something, it's seen as ghetto and unprofessional and, like, a disgrace to society. But as soon as white people pick that shit up, steal it, fucking gentrify it, it's seen as cool fashionable quirky and trendy and it's so irritating because it happens literally all the time with the whole aave becoming like a trend on tiktok like you can tell when people are like using it like you can tell when people are forcing it like even me who's not even like african-american like i can just tell like it just sounds so like revolting is the word to use like it just sounds so disgusting like like i've never cringed so hard like Jesus because what people do they try and use like a black scent and it just oh, I'm gonna explain this in like the best way possible so a black scent is obviously you know a fake black accent and um it's like okay so you know when people like people be like oh yeah the reason I speak like this is because I hang around black people even though you can't sound black if you're not black you know like you can't sound like an african-american person using aave if you are not an african-american person using aave like even me like i'm black but i can't sound like an african-american person using aave because even though i'm black i'm british british love like you know what i mean so like 
you know, it's like when people hang around their black friends, they'll try and make themselves sound like their black friends. But as soon as they leave their black friends and go to, you know, whichever fucking gated white community they live at, they their accent will switch and go back to normal. You know, that's how you can tell that it's fake. Like, why are you putting on an accent when you're around your black friends just to try and sound like them? Like, it just doesn't, you know, it just oh, it doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right with any African-American person. So don't do it, you know? Obviously, AAVE has made up a lot of, like, pop culture phrases. So obviously people can use it. So, like, you know, like, woke, oh, it's getting turned up in here or whatever. Yikes. But African-American people don't want to hear black sense. Like, if the only way for you to use AAVE is with a black sense, then you shouldn't be using it at all. Like, because it's not the way that you talk in real life. So, like, you know, so why would you... It's like you're putting on an act. Like, it's like black people are a costume to you. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Do you know what I'm trying to get out? Like, it's just very iffy. For example, like, the phrase, um, it's the duh for me, like, whatever, um, is A-A-V-E, but, like, if you can use it, but, like, if you use it with a black son, then it's a problem. Like, you can just use it without a black son because we don't want to hear your fake black accent. Please spare us literally spare us i came across this video and it was like this um white girl with her like man obviously he was of caucasian descent as well and they were just going like back and forth like it's the dip for me it's the dip for me but they were like you could tell you could 100 percent tell that they were using a black son it was so fake it was so forced and it, i literally wanted to cry like i literally wanted to jump off a roof it was that bad like stop like if you the only if the only way you can use AAVE is with a black son, throw it in the bin because none of us want to hear it. Also, I came across this girl who was like talking about the appropriation of AAVE and she was like, what's offensive about it is the fact that people only tend to use it like when they want to make a joke or when they want to sound aggressive and like angry. And it says a lot about how they view black women especially. And I, I was like, I didn't even think about it like that. Like, the because I have seen some people who only use AAVE, you know, when they want to express, like, their aggressiveness and, like, angerness. And it's kind of like, damn. It says a lot about, you know, how they view black women and how they view people who use AAVE. Just a little, you know, food for thought. Also, one time me and my friend was talking about how the majority... Okay, not the majority, but some, more than some over half a great amount of white people who have like gotten famous on tiktok have only gotten famous because of the fact that they have been using aave and like i could like name i could list so many people but i I can't do that because i do not remember their names but like i would know if i see them you know like so many of them have gotten famous because of the use of aave but if a black person was to do that it's not even if a black person wants to do that. It's literally an African-American dialect, you know? Do you just see how they're, like, you know, stealing the culture and profiting off of it? Like, appropriating culture and profiting off of it, you know? Very, very sus. I just wish people had the same energy for black lives that they do for, you know, using and appropriating black culture, like I'm just saying. And also, now, like, white TikTokers people who were literally appropriating AAVE and like commenting that shit are now saying that you know it's boring and it's just not cool anymore and it's just not trendy and they just don't like it anymore and that people should stop using it how can you appropriate someone else's dialect gentrify it on TikTok 
fucking wash that shit down the drain and then turn around, do a bloody U-turn and say, mm, I don't like it anymore. I think we should stop using it. It's not funny anymore. Da-da-da-da. It was never meant to be used as a joke. Like, I don't think, what are people not understanding? Like the privilege. I smell the privilege and it's given off quite a scent. Like white TikTokers called it fucking Twitter language, called it Gen Z humour, called it Gen Z language, the language of Gen Z, colonised that shit and are now here like, mm, we don't like it and pronounced it wrong, used it incorrectly, saying Wu Chile, Wu Chile, like how embarrassing is that? Are you not embarrassed? Are you not ashamed of yourself? Please, have some pride. Have some dignity, please, for the love of God. But anyways, Megan is done for the day. To conclude, since my back is in pain, African Americans say that you can use AAVE, just don't use a black scent. And don't try and force it. Like, if it doesn't come naturally, just shut the fuck up. Like, it's as simple as that. If it does not come naturally, just simply shut the fuck up and don't try and claim that it's fucking tiktok language twitter language anything other than you giving credit to african-americans okay i'm done bye thank you so much for listening if you like this episode and want to hear more from me subscribe and tune in every friday for now take care